Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. In the name of Allah, the most beneficent, the most merciful. The Islamic Propagation Office at Rabwa, www.islamhouse.com is pleased to present to you this lecture. أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوضا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كلام الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها فإن كل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار وإنما توعدون لآت وما أنتم بمعجزين أبريز الله سبحانه وتعالى and he's the only one worthy of praise I seek his help, his guidance and his forgiveness I believe in him and I trust him I seek refuge on Almighty Allah from the evil of our passion Indeed, whomsoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guide him to Islam, whomsoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guide him to Islam, no one can mislead him after Allah. And whomsoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put him astray, no one can guide him after Allah. I testify openly that there is no deity worthy of worship except Allah Rabbil Alameen. I testify that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is his messenger and the seal of all the prophets. O Muslims, you must know that the best speech is the speech of Almighty Allah, which is the Quran. The best guidance is the course of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, which is his sunnah. The words of all affairs is innovation and addition to the religion of Islam. Indeed, every addition to the religion of Islam will lead to hellfire. I adjure you as well as myself to fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to the best of your ability, fear Allah and don't die unless you are Muslim. After this, I greet you all with the greeting of Islam. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. May the peace and the blessing of Almighty Allah be with you all. Uh, I'd like to welcome all of you, inshallah, to our tafsir class. And today, we're going to be dealing with a, a new surah, insha'Allah, which is Surah Al-Mutafifin. Surah Al-Mutafifin is surah number 83. Surah number 83. And those who deal in fraud. Uh, inshallah, as usual, we say the surah first in Arabic. After this, we give a translation word by word for the meaning of the surah. And after this, we have a general uh, understanding of the surah, and we go to tafsir after this. So let's start first with the surah. A'udhu billahi s-sameer alim. Mish-shaytan al-rajim. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Waylul lil-mutafifin. Al-ladhina idha attalu ala al-nasi yastawfoon. وَإِذَا كَالُوهُمْ أَوْ وَزَنُوهُمْ يُخْسِرُونَ أَلَا يَظُنُّ أُولَئِكَ أَنَّهُمْ مَبْعُوثُونَ 
first verse ويل للمطففين ويل means woe or a punishment للمطففين the first lamb means two or four المطففين is a noun and is plural and means those who give less in measure and weight verse number two الذين إذا اكتالوا على الناس يستوفون الذين زوس إذا وين اكتالوا receiving in measurement على أبون or on الناس من يستوفون the verb the demand full measure verse number three وَإِذَا كَالُوهُمْ أَوْ وَزَنُوهُمْ يُخْسِرُونَ وَا means أَن إِذَا وَنْ كَالُوهُمْ they gave by measure to them أَوْ means أَوْر وَزَنُوهُمْ They gave by way to them. يُخْسِرُونَ يُخْسِرُونَ They gave less. They gave less than what is due. From خسارة. Lost. Verse number four. أَلَا يَظُنُّ أُولَئِكَ أَنَّهُمْ مَبْعُوثُونَ أَلَا Do not يَظُنُّ In verb which means to think. Ulaika is a pronoun means they Annahum verily they Mabusun will be resurrected. Verse number six. Verse number five. لِيَوْمٍ عَظِيمٍ لِي means four. يَوْم day. عظيم great. Verse number six. يَوْمَ يَقُومُ النَّاسُ لِرَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ يَوْمَ means a day يَقُوم stand to stand from قام يقوم الناس means mankind لرب لي means for or to رب means lord العالمين the world alright we'll stop here with verse 
नंबर सिक्स जिस सूरह सूरत अल मुतफिन इज ई मैथिन सूरह आई दिन रिवील टू द प्रॉफिट मोहम्मद सल्लल्लाहु अलैहि वसल्लम बिफोर हिज माइग्रेशन टू अल मदीना दिस सूरह कंसिस्ट ऑफ थर्टी सिक्स वर्सेज द सूरह इज डीलिंग or the subject of the surah dealing with a social problem which is the problem of fraud or given less than what is supposed to be also the surah it deals with the belief in the day of the judgment and also it talks about jannah and hell fire we see the surah has the same characteristics of the matin surah which deals with the aqeedah the belief have short verses which one of the main characteristic of the making surah after this small introduction now let's go to see the meaning of these verses in general In the name of Allah, the Most Gracious, Most Merciful. Woe to al-mutafifin. Those who, when they have to receive by measure from men, demand full measure. And when they have to give by measure or weight to others, men give less than due. Do they not think that they will be resurrected on a great day, the day when mankind will stand before Allah, the Lord of Al-Alameen, i.e. mankind and jinn? Okay. Now the tafsir The word while للمطففين The word while which means woe is a term which is utilized for a threat. It is a terminology that has a lot of threat in it. which is not going in details what kind of a threat. So this is more serious than saying such and such will be happening to the person. Woe, punishment. What type of punishment is not being explained? But woe to who? He said, للمطففين. للمطففين. Those who cheat in others. And cheating is not the characteristic of the Muslims. And the Prophet ﷺ had told us in the hadith, what the meaning is, that whosoever deceives, is not part of this Ummah. He is not on the behavior and the characteristic of the Muslims. You are not supposed to deceive people, not by word, not by action, not in measurement, 
not in any means. The type of deceiving here is happening in Tatsif. And Tatsif, something which is so minor, so small, you barely noticeable, you could not see it, you could not recognize it when it's done to you, like taking a little bit out of your right, okay, stealing in the time that you're assuming that the person is not stealing, he's taking a penny, a, a nickel, something very small, but by the end of the day, this a penny to another penny, a nickel to a nickel, this will make a dollar and another dollar to a dollar, this by the end of the month, you're making $30. And when you're making, as example, $30 a month, and you get about like a 100 customers every month, so now you're talking about the amount of money will want to be thousands of dollars. So the person who dealing with that thief, they taking a little bit, which is not noticeable to the buyer. He could not barely see that you are giving him less than what he's supposed to get. Or there's different ways that you do it. With some people, they may have two different kind of measurements or different types of uh, scale. So if they buying from you, now they use one measure. But when they sell it to you, they will switch and use the other measure. Why? Because one is bigger than the other. One is bigger than the other. So when they receive it from you, now they use the larger container. But when they sell it to you, they know they use a small container. So by this way, they can diminish and taking a little bit of what is supposed to be getting from what they selling it to you. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he said, woe to those people. And this is a dealing with a social problem in our economics. So this shows you that Islam is a relationship between you and Allah as well as a relationship between you and mankind. So it's not enough that you be a good Muslim, i.e. making salah, fasting, making a lot of dhikr, but when you go to deal with the people, you are a different person. Okay? We need to know how to be Muslims with Allah, how to be Muslims with the people. We want to learn how to be a believer in the mass and believers in the street. We have to made jihad in our own self. We found our own desire. We have to work very hard that we doesn't have a double personality. A personality that's so pious in the mosque, but in the street or in the shop is a different person. This is not right. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has described al-mutafifin and he's telling us this is a bad behavior. And he said, If they buy from the people, they try to get as much as they can. But, But if they sell to them by measure or by scale, now they are not giving the same. They want to make less. Why? So he can. This comes out of what? This comes as a result of what? A sickness in the heart, impurity in the soul, because the greed, the selfishness. Why you don't deal with the people the same way you want people to deal with you? Why you give the people something you don't like the people to give it to you? You will like when somebody sells you 10 oranges and you agree 10 oranges for a uh, for dollar, you would like him to give you a thing, good oranges. You may even like that he will give you extra one. But when you come to sell to him the oranges, okay, if you buy it from him, you want it to be what? 11, not 10. But if you're selling it to him, you will try to find a way 
that he given him only nine oranges, or he give him one bag, one spoil. This is what? Because you see yourself better than others. You see yourself to be good than others. So you want to be treated right, but you don't want to treat the others right. What is the solution for this problem? Okay? First, this is not something proved by Islam, is not accepted by Allah, is not good characteristic. So what is the solution? We're going to have a policeman standing by every shop, by every grocery store, by every person who selling fabric and making measure by yard or what we can do. They believe, the aqidah. Believing in Allah, believing in the day of judgment, believing that you're going to be resurrected and going to be questioning by Allah about your action, that everything will be present there, this is the only medicine and only cure for such a serious problem. And as a result of this, it came to say, as a solution for this problem, or it's showing why such a problem exists with some people in some societies, do they not think that they will be resurrected for reckoning? So that means if you really believe in the day of judgment, standing before Allah, that you're going to be questioning about your deed, not only about your salah, now you're going to fear the day of judgment. So the only solution is teaching people Islam. The only solution to develop Iman in the people's heart. The only solution that we always need to keep the day of judgment in our mind, in our heart. The moment that we stop thinking about the day of judgment, this is the moment that shaitan takes advantage of us, divert our intention from the day of judgment, because as long as you keep the day of judgment in your mind, you're going to be careful about what you're doing, what you're saying, what you're giving, what you're taking. You see? This is very important. And almost the shaitan is working hard in you to divert you. As a result of this, we find in our salah, in our prayer, every day, every day we remind ourselves about the day of judgment. Seventeen times at least we say, Maliki Yawmiddin. Maliki Yawmiddin. When you read the opening chapter, you say, Honor, Master of the Day of Judgment. So you try to remind yourself about the Day of Judgment. And Allah said, Liyawmin Azim. For a serious day, you're going to be resurrected. And it's going to be a serious day. And the previous surahs had explained a lot about how serious that day. The stars losing its track. The sun is red, falling. The sky is split. People coming out of the graves. All kind of things. People running away from each other. So Allah say. On a day which is so great, so serious. And that day, that day when all mankind will stand before Allah, the Lord of all mankind and jinn. You're going to be standing there. You're not going to be sitting. You're not going to be in a shaded area is a resurrection, is a standing, criminals, you are here to be judged, we don't know what's going to happen with you, so people will be standing there, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saying, يَوْمَ يَقُومُ النَّاسُ يَوْمَ يَقُومُ النَّاسُ لِرَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ they will be standing there before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and they're going to be waiting there for receiving their books, for judgment, for questioning, for reckoning, for whatever they did, which part of it is the tafif, giving less, receiving more. How serious such a thing. How you betray the trust. 
how you are not given a full measurement, how you are taking the right of others, why you knowing that you are going to be standing before Allah, and that you are going to be judged in a serious day, and that you are going to be standing there under the sun, not too far from your head, that is going to be too close to you, that you are going to be sweating, that is no shade in that day, except the shade of Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Verse number 7. كَلَّا إِنَّ كِتَابَ الْفُجَّارِ لَفِي سِجِّينَ كَلَّا نَيْ إِنَّ تُرُلِي ذَرِي كِتَاب إِبُوك إِرَكِد الْفُجَّار دِي وِكِد السِّنَر لفي إن سجين verse number eight وما أدراك ما سجين وإن ما what أدراك will make you know ما what سجين verse number 9 كتاب مرقوم كتاب is a book register مرقوم inscribed Verse number 10. وَيْلُنْ يَوْمَ إِذِ الْمُكَذِّبِينَ وَوْ يَوْمَ إِذٍ That day. لِلْمُكَذِّبِينَ For or to مُكَذِّبِينَ Those who deny. Verse number 11. Al-Ladheena yukadzibuna bi-yawmi Day, Adin, recompense. Verse number twelve. وَمَا يُكَذِّبُ بِهِ إِلَّا كُلُّ مُعْتَدٍ أَثِيمٍ وَأَن مَا None يكذبوا deny به with it إلا except كل every معتدين transgressor of the limit أثيم sinner Verse number 13. إِذَا تُتْلَى عَلَيْهِ آيَاتُنَا قَالَ أَسَاطِيرُ الْأَوَّلِينَ إِذَا when تُتْلَى recited عَلَيْهِ upon him آيَاتُنَا our verses. Qala, he will say, Asatir, tales and stories. Al-awwaleen, those who before us, 
or the ancients. Verse number 14. So those people who do tafsif and they steal, 
out of the scale and the measurement, they are written among the people of hellfire. And that they're going to be in a miserable place. And they're going to be locked up. And they're going to be jailed. And they're going to be in the lowest of all places. And Allah said, Kitabun Marqum. Which is inscribed. A book which inscribed is written. So if nothing is going to be missing from this book. And those people is going to be according what he did. They're going to be written in the book of the people who supposed to be doomed. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say, وَيْلٌ يَوْمَ إِذٍ لِلْمُكَذِّبِينَ Woe! That day, this is a serious day. Woe to those people, those who deny the day of judgment. Now, you deny the day of judgment by your action or by your saying. Because somebody will say, I don't believe in the day of judgment, but what are you doing for the day of judgment? What you are preparing for the day of judgment? How are you going to know that your flight after one hour and you're still sitting home? You really believe that this person planning to make a journey? Do you really think that this person going to travel? His action is saying nothing. He say, oh, I, I made a reservation, I have a ticket. What is your luggage? Why did not take taxi? Why you still home? You know you have to be in the, in the airport one hour before the departure. He didn't do anything. Is this person serious about flying? So it's not a matter of saying we believe in the day of judgment. Your action can be denying. And like you say in America, what? Action is louder than words. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say, Whoa! It's serious punishment to those who deny the day of reckoning, the day of judgment. Those who reject it, those who do not believe in it, those who do not do and prepare for it, will be war for them. But, وَمَا يُكَذِّبُ بِهِ إِلَّا كُلُّ مُعْتَدٍ أَثِيمٍ None deny the day of judgment except a transgressor, a sinner. The person who think about nothing except haram and sin and disobedience of Allah. As a result of this, Allah called him Mu'tadin, transgressor, a thief, a sinner. He doesn't stop when he sees the red light. Some people live in this life with no red light. They do not know anything called red light for them. You see? Because all what they think about themselves, their desires, what they supposed to be doing. This is the only thing they think about. They are not thinking about anything else. There is no red light for them. So this we call them Mu'tadin, I'tida. That means there is no limitation, there is no uh, line. He crossed all the lines, which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made lines. And those people who did not recognize the red lines in Islam, and boundary, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make limitations, they are in a serious trouble, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say that wail, wail, woe, punishment, to who? Those who deny, deny what? The day of judgment. Because if they believe in it, they're going to do some action to save them in the day of judgment. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, None deny the day of judgment except every 
transgressor who doesn't stop when he sees the limits of Allah. He transgresses beyond the lines that Allah had laid down for the people. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala call him what? A thief, sinner. He got used to the sin. And this person, إِذَا تُتْلَى عَلَيْهِ آيَاتُنَا قَالَ أَسَاطِيرُ الْأَوَّلِينَ When our verses is recorded and recited to him, and when he is been reminded about Allah, when the messenger come to him, when the messenger come to him with the message, and when the scholar come to him with the knowledge, and when reminder come to him, what is going to be the action? He has to make excuse why he's not going to accept it. He has to pacify him his own self. He has to make excuse why I'm not down. Okay? Why I'm not here, I'm not in the class. Why I'm not praying with those who pray? Why I'm not believing with those who believe? Why I'm not doing good with those who do good? So when our verses, our signs come to him by the messenger, by the scholar, by the learned people, by somebody who gives him advice, I don't believe in this. This is nothing but Asafir al-Awaleen. This is story, ancient like tale. It's not real. Come on, give me a break. Get a life. I don't believe in this. You see? This is nothing but fabrication. You see? Like nowadays, same thing like before. In the time of Rasulullah say, Oh, Muhammad invented. Oh, Muhammad used to say to the people of the book and hear from them. Oh, Muhammad did this. Oh, Muhammad, he used to travel with his uncle and hear this from the from uh, the priest, and he copied from the Bible, and he copied this and that. You have to make excuse why you don't believe. Because the person, you know, is not going to say, oh, I don't want to believe. No, I'm a good person, but I don't accept this because there is something wrong with it. Same thing like they say nowadays, especially here in America. Oh, Muhammad made the, made the Quran. Oh, is this not a, a heavenly book? It's not from Allah. So they have to make excuse for themselves, although they did not even examine the book. But if you utilize the sins and the blessings that Allah has given to you, you will come to realization that is from Allah. How Muhammad can make a book like this? How a illiterate person could not read or write, he will put a book like this. How a book of Iman will remain for 1400 years without any change or any corruption? How? You tell me. This is a man-made book. None deny it except every sinner, transgressor of the limits of Allah. When our verses is coming to him, recited to him, Remind about it, I say this Asafirul Awalin is nothing but a fabrication. It's not a heavenly book. Muhammad made it. This is for the Arab. This is for the black people. You have to find excuse why you are not down with the program. You see? Qala Asafirul Awalin. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us what is the problem. Yeah, why this person? This person have a sickness. This kufr and this masiyah and disobedience came as a result of illness. How did he catch this germs? How he got sick? With sin or with disobedience or lust or deviation or kufr? How? The problem is, Allah is saying, كَلَّا بَلْ رَانَ عَلَى 
بهم ما كانوا يكسبون Nay, but on their hearts is a covering of sins and evil deeds which they used to earn. Now you see how you cut the germs, how you can be afflicted, how you're going to not going to reflect and affected by the Quran because the illness. And these germs came and catch the heart, which is the most important part of your body. If the heart is corrupted, the whole human being is corrupted. And if the heart is good and full with Iman, now everything in your body willing to follow Iman. What is happening? He said, that the ma'asi, the disobedience, too much sin, too much haram, too much wrongdoing, cause the heart to be covered, same like a rust coming in top of the metal, and now the metal is not good anymore because the rust, you see, is rusty. You see, it's not good anymore. So, the same thing Allah is telling us that there is a run. There is a run. There is a, a cover. There is a veil that comes on the hearts as a result of the wrongdoing. From where is this wrongdoing came? Huh? Nobody, nobody throw it in you. You throw it in your own self. How did my heart get rusted? How my heart got hardened? How my heart is not reflecting, is not feeling it anymore? Why I'm not there? Why I'm not doing the right thing? Because the sin, the wrongdoing, the haram, that it caused the heart to be corrupted, now there is a veil between you and the Qur'an, between you and the Sunnah, between you and the mosque, between you and covering properly, between you and eating the halal food. You see, which one of this is what? Is being involved in cheating, usury, and diminish the people's rights and be part of the mutafifin, being part dealing with fraud, it causing all these sins, doesn't matter what kind of sins, it's going to cause a serious problem, it's going to affect your heart. And this was the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi had told us that when a person, when a person is committing a sin, that a drop of, like a spark comes on his heart. If a person commit a sin. When he commit a sin, on his heart will dark spot come there. If a person repent and come and seek in Allah's forgiveness, now the heart will be polished, will be clean. But if not, now this spot start what? Growing and become bigger and bigger and bigger to such a degree after a while the whole heart is covered and has a veil. It's a serious matter. We have to be very careful. Brothers and sisters, we have to be very careful. We have to try always to check our own hearts. Stop so busy with other people what they're doing. Focus in your own self. Ya Oh, you believe, save yourself and your family from your hellfire. Start focusing about your own self. We're so involved with other people doing. And what we're doing for ourselves, nothing, because we're busy with others. All these people saying this, all these people doing this, all these people I'm not doing this. 
Now you neglect your own soul and your own heart. So we have to be very careful, and we have to check our own self and make sure that we always try to make tawbah, repentance, seeking istighfar, Oh Allah, forgive me, astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah, Oh Allah, I repent to you, Oh Allah, I come back to you, Oh Allah, forgive me. So we can keep our hearts always clean so we can understand the Quran. The Quran can affect us, the Quran can have some some effect in our daily life. Not only in the mosque, when we go to deal with the people also, that we fear Allah, we give them the rights, and we demand only what they owe us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala after this saying in verse number 15, إنهم surely they عن from ربهم their Lord يومئذ that day لمحجوبون they will be veiled separated verse number 16 ثُمَّ إِنَّهُمْ لَصَالُ الْجَحِيمِ ثُمَّ ذِنْ إِنَّهُمْ very they لَصَالُ وَالْبِرْن الْجَحِيمِ in hellfire verse number 17 ثم يقال هذا الذي كنتم به تكذبون ذن ثم ذن يقال past participle tense it will be said to them هذا this الذي which كنتم you used to به within تكذبون بناي we're going to stop here alright now the general may general reading for this verses verse from Fifteen to seventeen. Nay, surely they veil those will be veiled from seeing their Lord that day. Then verily they will indeed enter and taste the burning flame of hell. Then it will be said to them, this is what you used to deny. Now the scene here in the day of a judgment. The day of a judgment. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about the kuffar. Talking about the sinners. The bad ones, the same, nay, innahum, they will be, yawma even in that day, they're going to be veiled from Allah, they are not going to look to Allah, they've been veiled in the dunya, and devour themselves from Islam. So Allah will be, Allah will veil them in the day of judgment of seeing him. 
So they're going to be prevented of seeing Allah because viewing Allah and seeing punishment for the kuffar not to see Allah and they will be veiled. And this, my brothers and sisters, is one of the evidence to let you know that Allah Almighty can be seen. And Allah will be seen to some people and not seen to others. As we're going to talk about it in the rest of the verses tomorrow, inshallah. But as for the sinners, the kuffar, in the days you're going to be prevented of seeing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is the first punishment. And after this will come another kind of punishment, which is what? They will be thrown into hellfire, and they're going to be in it forever. And another form of punishment, now making fun of them, and say what? And what they're going to be saying, the other punishment, هذا الذي كنتم تكذبون ثم إنهم لصالوا الجحيم ثم يقال هذا الذي كنتم به تكذبون It will be said to them This what you used to deny You remember when the messenger came to you? You remember when a scholar, when a book, when advice, whenever the message came to you, what did you do? What was your reaction? So now they're going to be reminded. It's going to be said to them, this what you remember in the dunya? Remember in the dunya you used to deny the messenger? You rejected the Quran. You said this Islam is fabricated. So they are now inside hellfire. And now the angel is reminding them. Oh guys, you remember? You know now where you are in hellfire? Remember what you used to do? Remember what you used to say? Huh? It's fabrication. Muhammad is, is a, is a sahir. He's a magician. He's a crazy man. He's a madman. Uh, he stole it from the Bible. This, he made up the Quran. Huh? You guys remember this stuff? Now, go ahead now. Now, eat it. Live in it. Be there. Stay in hellfire. This what you used to deny. Now you know it's true or not. But it's too late now. So, three kind of punishment here. First, it's veiled from Allah. Secondly, thrown in hellfire. And after this, the believers or the angels making fun of the kuffar and reminding them about what they used to do in the dunya and when they used to say things about Islam and said to them, okay, now you know it now. This what you used to deny, so what you got now as a result of what you used to deny. Alright, I appreciate uh, your listening and inshallah we're going to stop uh, here. We continue after tomorrow, inshallah. If we get a chance, we may do it tomorrow. We have one class at 6.15 for tafsir and one class at uh, quarter to nine for question and answer by Sheikh Ibn Uthameen. Thank you for listening. Jazakumullah khairan. And if anybody has any question concerning the verses that we work with it today, you may present your question. And before I close here, let's recite these verses one time more. A'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. Wailun lil mutaffifin. Alladheena idhaktanu ala al-nasi yastawfoon. وَإِذَا كَالُوهُمْ أَوْ وَزَنُوهُمْ يُخْسِرُونَ أَلَا يَظُنُّ
In conclusion, we ask Allah that He brings you benefit through this lecture. For more information, you may contact us through the following address. The Islamic Propagation Office, Rabwa, P.O. Box 29465, Riyal 11457, Saudi Arabia. Phone 445-4900, also 491-6065, fax 497-0126. If you would like to listen to more beneficial lectures, feel free to visit our website at www.islamhouse.com. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.